I love a good Polish. Yeah. His name is Stash. <laughs> it's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. seriously hot i'm warm <laughs> i'm breaking a sweat and i've already spilled on myself uh so we're on western avenue today uh, by the red hot ranch mm-hmm. it's run by cowboys as most ranches are here with nathan from the lucky dutch i love your band i you know i had you on a few weeks ago you were uh, generous enough to show up for my taste of chicago recording yeah and I, i'm sitting there I'm, I'm talking to you i'm listening to you play you brought a guitar i'm thinking well we just need to do something one-on-one I wanted to have you, like, do your own thing here on mm-hmm. Carco and Carney. So thanks for jumping in the front seat. Thank you. Thanks for hot for dogs in up. Polish. Yeah. And uh, you marveled at the way the hot dog is cradled in a, a bed of French fries and wrapped in the butcher paper. Yeah, man. I haven't seen that in a, in a really long time. I, I, you know, it's like, you know, now you go to hot dog places and it's, uh, it's like, you know, really really hoity-toity hot dogs you know it's not just like straight up chicago style hot dogs that are you know you probably don't want to know what's in it but. right this place is <laughs> so clearly old school and these fries are going to burn the inside of my mouth oh yeah it's like hot napalm it, it is <laughs> and in order to get to the hot dog you have to fight your way through the fries i have no fingerprints left they've been steered off all right so let's talk about your band this rootsy bluesy wonderful thing the lucky dutch when did you guys get together uh claire and i got together uh, Claire's a uh, you know lead singer and keyboard player. We got together maybe about six years ago. Uh, I got kicked out of I got kicked out of a band because <laughs> I didn't want to do rehearsals uh, in the early early uh, wee hours of the morning. They wait, wanted wait, to start at ten and, and end at like two a.m. So wait 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 what do you consider the wee hours of the morning? Two a.m. three a.m. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean that that's you know that's. Yeah, especially like if I'm not at a gig, if I'm just at a rehearsal, which you know I love, I love rehearsing, I love playing music, but you know I have been working all day and. Jesus yeah, I get it. Now, if you work in the service industry, if you're closing a bar or a restaurant, that's a perfect time to rehearse. But if you're holding down something nine to five ish, that's murderous. Was I, I was in college. They're even worse. I had um, I had a seven a.m. math class. Oof! Yeah, you need to be a little fresh for that. <laughs> I thought I was. I thought I was being really smart. I was like, oh, I'll get this out of the way. I'll get my math class out of the way. Yeah, 7 a.m. math class, not a good idea. But um, So I, I wanted to start a band, and my idea was to be like um, like Government Mule, like have really good riffs but also really good lyrics because mm-hmm. a lot of times it's either one or the other. It's, you know, it's like really good riffs, kind of bad lyrics, really good lyrics, really bad riffs. That you is know? so true. Like, I love Led Zeppelin, but... You know, who knows what it, if there's a bushel in your hedgerow, who knows what the hell that means. Come on. <laughs> Leave Zeppelin alone. Back off. I uh, know I love Zeppelin. I do. I really do. And I have tremendous respect for all those guys. But I wanted that, and she was uh, she was finishing up a project that she wanted me to play guitar on. And um, we got together and recorded, and she was just like, well, you know, this is awesome, and, you know, we should play together a couple more times. And then I just called her one day. I was like, hey, I'm starting a band. You're the only member I have in mind right now uh do you want to start it and she was like yes of course so we went and you know started looking for uh bandmates and we've had more lineup personnel changes than uh destiny's child so 
And where, yeah. where you, is it word of mouth? Is that how you find band members, or do you... uh, yeah, you know, a lot of them, a lot of them we we found in college because you know we went to Columbia, mm-hmm. so it was like you know everybody was wanting to be in a band and everything. So, uh, I just you know started asking people. You know, I'm, I'm a Columbia alumna. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. I even taught there. Awesome. I, I taught I radio there back back in the in the nineties. I can't imagine how small those classes are now. Or yeah. That department. The radio department is super small. I, I can only imagine. Uh, the uh, it's probably got like maybe two hundred people in it now, and I think the um, the music department has four hundred. All right. I want to say right now. Yeah, it's pretty small. But then, uh, yeah, with the band, we just kind of kept plugging away, and kind of, you know, I I kind of like told my dad, I was like, this is the last band that I'm going to be in, uh, that I'm going to start. So it's like you know. So this, this was all or nothing. Yeah, this, this was, was all it. or nothing. Your hail mary. Was, yeah. Because I had been in a lot of bands before then and, you know, traveled and got kicked out of bands, quit bands, stuff like that. So it was just like, you know, I was I was kind of getting tired of starting over every mm-hmm. time. Even at a young age, like at 21, when I started the band, I was like, you know, it's, I, I can't keep starting over. You're like, if this doesn't work, uh, yeah. that's it. I'm going to become a banker. No, I was just going to, you know, I was, I was either going to I was either going to keep plugging away with this band or just be a solo guy. Mm-hmm. Just like grab an acoustic guitar and just travel the world and. Walk the be earth a like a, uh-huh. yeah, be a troubadour. You know, walk the earth with my acoustic guitar. So it came together. It came together. Yeah, finally. And Jesus here we- Christ, it took a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the latest album is Cadillac Coffin. Mm-hmm. I love your sound. It seems wholly appropriate coming from this city. Mm-hmm. And you, you told the story before, but you've played with so many people. You've experienced so much. At this point, you know, six years into this band, which, which continues to gather momentum. What are some high points for you? We had a few, man. Like, um, like shows or, or interactions or moments. We had well, one of the shows that I was really proud of, and it it was kind of weird because it was one of the things that almost broke us as a band, but also one of our one of my favorite moments is we played a show at uh, House of Blues. And that was the first time we ever played House of Blues, and we played the main mm-hmm. hall. And we were, they gave us these tickets, and they were like, you have to sell tickets. Like, okay. And we sold, like, 40 more than we were supposed to, and people came out, and it was a great show. Like, I, I never I never felt more like a rock star than playing House of Blues and then standing on the little, like, garter rail and, mm-hmm. you know, like, playing guitar, like, you know, like, vertical sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know, but that was a really high, big, that was a high point for us, and... Um, you know, and then getting invited to, to South by Southwest. I mean, it was kind of funny. We, me and my bass player Dave, we were uh, we were sitting in the house and we were just like, we need to play South by Southwest. We want to play South by Southwest. And it was Wait, was that an ego thing? Because I feel like South by Southwest is a crapshoot. There were so many showcases. Yeah, so many people there. It's it's hard to know whether or not you're going to get into a good location at a good time. Of course. Yeah, it's not just an ego thing. It's more of like, you know, it's it's one of those things where. It, it's iconic, you yeah. Know, it's, and you and you want to be a part of it. You want to, you know, add your, you know, that's what we, you know, that's what we were talking about, adding your name to the conversation of mm-hmm. rock music or adding your, you know, mm-hmm. of, of you know, popular music, and that's sort of adding your name to the conversation of people who have been to South by Southwest. And we we were fortunate to actually get really good showcases. Um, yeah, every showcase we had, we had like a really good crowd, and right around like four or five o'clock in the day that's right mm-hmm. before everybody's you know too drunk to move so, <laughs> so you know they'll remember you if mm-hmm. they see you at four or five o'clock exactly 1 a.m forget it 
Yeah, at one a.m. You're you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, another high point was was this this album being on vinyl. You know, vinyl's really expensive right now. And there are only a couple plants that still make it. Mm-hmm. There's only a couple plants that still make it. And there's um, actually the place that we went through is called Pirates Press, and they their plant is in the Czech Republic, <laughs> so they can make the 180 gram vinyl. Because apparently it's illegal to, to press 180 gram vinyl in the U.S. Illegal? Uh, apparently. That's that's what they told us. All right. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they just did that as a selling point. Uh, but they're they're based out of California. But yeah, that was a huge high point for us. Is like getting that vinyl and putting on a needle, and it was just like that's us. You know, that's our song. You know, so we're really. We're, we we celebrate the smallest victories because um, you have to because if you don't you'll you'll be depressed <laughs> you know sorry so what is the uh, what does the rest of 2016 look like for you and you've got a show later this month I'm recording mm-hmm. this uh, July 31st uh, you have a show mid August right uh, we got touring on by coming up actually we're touring um, we're going on tour in Tuesday so we're going uh, to the West Coast. doing all that uh we're doing like a two-week run or something like that and then um we've got some we've got some stuff for new year's coming up and um we're actually starting to write a new album we might be working with some pretty cool people by the end of the year excellent i'm really excited i got my fingers crossed i'm trying not to jinx it you know you talk about it too much all of a sudden it's just like you know it doesn't happen i agree but yeah it's so hard to hold that stuff back yeah it is Mm -hmm. because it's like when you're a musician when you're any type of artist and it's like something, you know, really good comes along. You want to tell people like, you know, see, look, all my hard work actually paid off. Look, you know. Exactly. But then, you know, it's just like, wait a minute. I want to make sure the ink's dry first. Exactly. And, exactly. and then we'll go from there, you know. How is your dog, by the way? It's pretty good. Um, it's a, it's a definitely a Chicago-style dog. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. I, um, I, when he said everything, he was just like, do you want everything on it? And I was like, yeah, I do. But wait, does that include ketchup? Because I'm right. not eating. You got to ask. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's celery salt on this though. I don't know if it's there's in... no there's no celery salt or a pickle. True. So that's a little upsetting. But other than that, it's fine. The sport pepper might be the death of me, so I'm gonna let that one go by the wayside. <laughs> I love a good Polish. Yeah. His name is Stash. <laughs> no, so, our um, our keyboard player. She was eating a hot dog last night. She put ketchup on it. And that was it. And I was God, really. She's from Michigan. It's funny, when I go with my kids to a hot dog place, mm. I'll order for my 10-year-old daughter, and she likes ketchup on her dog. And I always find myself almost apologizing. Like, I'll <laughs> order, I'll say, hot dog only ketchup, it's for my daughter. <laughs> yeah. It's like, for my... oh, it's for a kid, so it's okay. Well, yeah, I, I feel like if you're under the age of if you're under the age of 12, I'll give you till 12, uh-huh. you can order ketchup on your hot dog. But other than that, once you get past 13, once you get to the to the teen years, then you gotta you got to figure it out. I, I know you're a bike rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, you rode your bike to the last time I saw you. Mm-hmm. I was downtown today. I was in the loop, and there was a guy parked in the bike lane over by maybe Dearborn and Lake. Bike rider rode right up to the driver's uh, passenger side door, yelled at him, hey, asshole, it's a bike lane. You shouldn't park here. (laughs) Started screaming a bunch of profanities at the guy. He had two small children in the back seat, Mm -hmm. and the guy's like, I have my kids in the car, and the bike rider was having none of them. He's like... I don't give a shit. You know, what if your kids were involved in blah, blah, blah? It was a weird exchange. Like, yeah, yeah the guy shouldn't be in there. Here's the good news. It's a Sunday. It was 9 o'clock in the morning, and no one was downtown. But the the 
the being really hostile in front of small children made me super uncomfortable. Well, of course, yeah. Because now you're not thinking about it. Well, so I, I drive and I ride my bike. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, so I'm very, very sensitive to both. Right. You know, because it's like sometimes bikers do get hit and, you know, people are just not paying attention to them or whatever. Right. But also, you know, it's like sometimes bikers take really bad chances, especially rolling up on somebody in their car. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that is not, that is a huge chance that you're taking. I agree. An absolute stranger. And it's like, you know, it's you operate under the idea that. This is still Chicago. You know, we're still kind of the murder capital of the world right now. <laughs> right. And it's just like, you know, you don't know what that guy's standing there for. He could right. be standing there for anything. Exactly. Yeah. And that that was a really... But yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't have... You know, and then, yes, I've had to go around people in the bike lane or whatever. It's just like, you just, you know, it's you treat it just like somebody who's driving and pulls an asshole move. You know, it's like you... You can glare at them. Yeah, you glare at them, but you don't stop and yell at them and, and stuff berate like that. them. Like that. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, and for all we know, this guy driving uh, was waiting for a handicapped relative to step out of a building who you know, just couldn't make it other. I mean, you, you just don't know. Or was just waiting for somebody to yell at him so you could beat the hell out of him. Exactly. You, know, you have no idea. I had a bad Saturday night. Yeah. I was going to go to town on the next guy who gives me some mouth. Yeah, it's like I'm going to sit in the bike lane and wait for some obnoxious biker to say mm-hmm. something to me, and then I'm going to hit him. Um, have you ever seen this movie called Falling Down? Michael Douglas. Yeah. Yeah, it, not since it came out. Yeah. I love that movie because it's one of those things It's just like you don't know what type of day a person is <laughs> It's totally true. Yeah. It's kind of rough. What's your favorite movie? Oh, man. Like, do, you have a, do you have a genre you like? I think my favorite, favorite movie, like, of, of, like if I only had to watch one movie for most of my life. I don't know if I could rush for the rest of my life, but I think it would be Shawshank Redemption. That's a great one. Yeah. I, I just went to the theater and saw the uh, Star Trek movie, mm-hmm. which was fun. Also saw Batman the Killing Joke mm-hmm. in the theater. Oh, my God. I didn't see that yet. Uh, it, it's a direct-to-DVD it release, but they did one of those one-night-only Fathom Events mm-hmm. showings. Got to say, it's kind of weird watching Batman and Batgirl get naked to do it. Whoa, that happened? That's a thing that happened. Batgirl, was that in... Uh, no! Was Wait, was that in... Uh, like, was it... Um, was it animated? Yeah. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. R-rated Batman movie. That's so weird. I know. Batgirl unbuttoned her uh, bat top, <laughs> and you know you're led. And Batman grabbed her ass, and you're led to believe that he found the Batcave. <laughs> oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> well, what makes it weird is I took my fourteen year old, 14 year old son, and I. Oh my god. We had to have the talk about what happens when one animated superhero really, really likes another animated superhero. Yeah, or there's alcohol involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What happens next? What happens I, next? You know, I'm one of those guys. I can't watch movies over and over again. Yeah. I always feel like I'm wasting time. Like, if I'm going to be committing to two hours, I want to see something I haven't seen before. That's true. However, there are a couple that I could still watch if they're on and not complain. Escape from New York, for some reason, is one of those movies. Yeah. With Kurt, because Kurt Russell and... Yeah, of course, yeah. It's such a good movie. And Isaac Hayes and Donald Pleasance. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, I could watch National Lampoon's Vacation pretty much any time it's on. The original National The Lampoon's. original. Yeah. The new stuff is just madness. It's not even... Agreed. But yeah. that first one still makes me laugh out loud in at least three parts. Yeah. Yeah. But um, other than that, I, I've got to watch something new. I get really antsy. I don't know if that's my age or what, but I get really impatient yeah. if, I, if I have to sit through something I've seen before. You were asking me, uh, like, genres. So, I really like horror movies. Me too. Thrillers. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just saw this movie, uh, Nerve. Have you seen that? No. Have you heard of it? 
It's got a uh, Emma Stone, oh, not Emma Stone. Uh, I don't know one of the Emmas and uh, Dave Franco in it. Okay. And it's like they're playing this game where people are like, oh, I saw the trailer for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like my Pokemon God. Go taken to the extreme. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And it, it's it's kind of like you know shows like the mob mentality of of humans and. It was kind of funny, like I was, you know, it was from the directors of The Purge, I believe. And which, by the way, I love that whole trilogy. The Purge. Yes. Yeah, I, it scares the hell out of me, because I, I, I feel like it could actually happen. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of that dystopian stuff, like even going back to Escape from New York, a yeah. lot of that seems well, plausible enough. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like Red Hour from Star Trek. You know, it's like they could do whatever the hell they wanted. You know, for that, but they have a whole entire twelve hours or twenty-four hours. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, could I do that? Could I kill somebody? The nerve looks great. I, I was in New York about a month or so ago by myself on business, and I had time to kill, so I took myself to see The Conjuring 2. Oh, my God. Which, for a movie, it's seeing a movie like that by yourself, a little anxiety-inducing. Of course. Especially because you're in a hotel. Uh-huh. You're not, <laughs> nothing's familiar. And I got to say, it was really good. Yeah. Like, there were, you know, lots of jump scares, but it was sufficiently creepy throughout Lights Out looks good to me. I want to go see that. Oh, my God. So bad. That's one of those trailers I watched that, oh, it's one of those things where you watch it and you start nervously laughing out loud. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not, this is not that bad. Oh, God. <laughs> and then you, like, go to turn off the lights and you're just like, okay, yeah. here we go. Click. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Like, that's, that's your, that's your uh, reaction to everything. I'm glad you like horror. I, I never. I, I find I'm watching horror by myself. I don't mm-hmm. have anyone to watch horror with. I mean, either. Yeah. My, it, my dad. He used to watch horror movies with me all the time, and he called me up one day. It was. It was pretty funny. Like right out of the. He's like, "Hey, how you doing?" Like, and he goes, "Like, you know, I think I'm gonna be done watching horror movies." And no. I was like, why? It's like I don't know. Life's scary enough. I don't need that. Too. Right. <laughs> and. And so he was, uh, and that was just really funny that he felt the need to call me to, to be like, "Hey, I can't do this anymore with you." All right, so have, are, you, are you done? Are you still yeah. still working on your food? I'm I'm done. Because here's the thing: you brought a guitar. I did bring a guitar. I, I don't think you travel without it. I, you know, it, what? it's like an extra lid. It is. It, it's even if and even if I'm not traveling, but I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm like I'm thinking about there's a guitar somewhere that I need to be playing right now. And yeah, it's kind of a problem. So is that basically all your downtime? You're just sitting somewhere at home and just either playing guitar or um, or listening to records or something like that, or you know, surrounded by usually, music. Yeah, immersed in music. Yeah, usually it's it's there's usually not much that I do that doesn't involve music at some point. You know, it's like the same thing when I'm like riding my bike or whatever. I'm always you know I always got music on or something like that, trying to get inspiration from somewhere. You know? I love that. Yeah, but you feel you feel comfortable enough to play a song in the yeah. backseat of my car. Yeah, I could, I could probably do that. You got to move this seat up, though. Cause yeah, I'm... yeah. I, <laughs> there, there are some uh, logistics and some physics issues we need to overcome. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so what we'll do is we'll pause this, and then you, Nathan, will perform live in the backseat of a Mazda 3. All right. This this is a monumental moment in the history of the Lucky Dutch. <laughs> it is. A huge it step really forward really in, in your career as an artist. Yeah. All right, here we go. We're going to hit pause. Uh, you're now... Tucked away in the back seat, it's a little uncomfortable. I realize that, and I'm oh, sorry. No, it's, it's actually it's actually pretty okay. It's all right. All right. Uh, and as we were setting up, I completely broke one of the two clamps I have, so I have to do, I have to do some kind of super glue surgery when I get home tonight. You got some. You got a pretty good rig going on right now, though. 
It's it's good. I, yeah. I've got it figured out for now, but this is not a long term solution. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is totally like MacGyvering what I just did. <laughs> All right. So Nathan, you were in the backseat of a Mazda three. We're sitting on Western Avenue at lunchtime on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys in the moped shop have already given us curious looks, but not curious enough that they actually asked what what we're doing. Yeah, I mean, the, it's kind of funny because they're <laughs> they're also pulling out like an odd amount of mopeds, uh-huh. like and just like leaving them right on the street. Uh, so I, it's kind of like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh huh. Nothing. Same. Right. On your way then. <laughs> You're sitting in the back seat of a car. You yeah. have two microphones trained on you. I'm sitting in the front seat with headphones, holding a microphone. And it's just another day, another day on Western Avenue, I guess. Of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not the weirdest thing that's happened in a car on Western Avenue. For sure. <laughs> All right, so uh, you're going to play a Lucky Dutch song. Where are you yeah. going to play? Uh, it's a song called uh, Giving Up. Giving Up. All right. Yeah. Any sound check needed, or are you just going to go right yeah, into let's it? Let's get right into it. All right, here we go. It's Carcon Carne. No time to stop moving. Said I've got no time to play nine. Got bills to pay and mouths to feed. And I don't see an end inside. Well, now you don't even worry. No, now you don't even see. Slowing down right now just sounds like giving up to me. Some massive plan written in the sky Waste all your money and all your time For a quick way out in a golden light Well, now you don't even worry, no, now you don't even see Slowing down right now, this sounds like giving up to me Just what you said Got a thousand voices in your head Said you need your space, you need your time Give me one more drink, give me one more line Well, now you don't even worry, no, now you don't even see Slowing down right now just sounds like giving up to me Giving up to me Well, now you don't even worry, no, now you don't even see Slowing down right now just sounds like giving up to me Holy crap! Uh, that, that's the most, fer- I'm not even embarrassed to say, that's the most ferocious thing that's ever happened in the backseat of my car. <laughs> that's... 
That was awesome. And th- dude, you swing for the fences while performing in the backseat of a Mazda. I mean, they, you killed it. Yeah, thank you. You're amazing. All right, so for people who just heard that and whose jaws are scraping the ground, <laughs> uh, where do they where do they find the Lucky Dutch? Uh, LuckyDutch.com, uh, Facebook. We're on Snapchat now, um, and also Instagram and Twitter. So all of the all of the social medias or the social meds. All right, Nathan, you sound amazing. Love your band. Thank you for uh, hanging out on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, thanks a lot, man.